The following segment is from Monday, Football Monday, on the SB Nation NFL Show, where we're discussing your favorite team. Subscribe to the SB Nation NFL Show to make sure you don't miss conversations like this one. Let's start with our Sunday reports before all the games kicked off. Uh, Kissed, Carson Wentz will ask for a trade in the offseason. The relationship is fractured with head coach Doug Peterson. Yeah, and apparently he wants to go to Indianapolis. I don't know why that would be, seeing as his former (laughs) offensive coordinator, Frank Reich, uh, is running the ship there. And they're saying all the right things uh, in Philadelphia, like uh, Howie Roseman and Doug Peterson are speaking with the media today. And they're all saying, like, Howie's saying, you know, I can't imagine not having Carson Wentz. It's like if you lost a finger and your your hand and all all this nonsense and whatnot. Uh, I don't believe any of it. I think it's a lot of uh, uh, GM coach speak stuff. I do think Carson Wentz is on the the trade block, even if Carson has to just force his way out of Philadelphia. So very interesting to, to track that. And uh, see the movement on that. And of course, you know, the Eagles, one of the most dramatic teams in the NFL right now. A lot of people are talking about the tank. We'll talk about it later. But yeah, I I could see Wentz wearing uh, white and blue next year. This was an act of disgrace and contempt for competitiveness. So on on the football cheat sheet, I had mentioned to Kate Maju, like, hey, take the under in this Eagles-Washington football team game. Look at the inactives for the Eagles. Look at the injuries. Look at the people that they're playing. My God, they were playing Rudy Ford at outside corner. He had taken four snaps at cornerback all year, and they all came last week. Uh, so they had so many people hurt in this game, other tackles, like everything. And only that, they had mentioned during the week that they were going to find a, the right time to pull Jalen Hurts and put in Nate Sudfeld. Everybody's surprised by this when Jalen Hurts was like bad, bad. Seven of this 20. Game. Right. Probably tanking. But let's not act like this doesn't happen in week 17 every year. Sure. Let's not act like the Bucks didn't do this in 2015. Dan Orlovsky can, you know, he's got his soapbox right now. He put, he loaded into the Jeep. He's going to travel the nation preaching about the integrity of the game and blah, 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 blah. When he was the same one saying that, hey, you should tank for Trevor Lawrence. What's the difference between taking for number one overall and taking between number six overall? You cannot pick and choose. Now, you're never going to hear Doug Peterson say that they tank. That's just not going to happen. But it was pretty obvious what happened. And you know what? I have zero issue with it. Go ahead and investigate them. You're not going to find anything, number one. But even if you do find them, it ain't my money. And I'd rather have the six overall pick. I do not care. And you know what? If the Giants have a problem with it, don't be six and ten, period. I think that's a great point. Personally, I I just think it's a little silly that Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth have to have to you know roll with the facade, right? You know, right. Out with it. they really want to evaluate Nate Sudfeld. Like, dude, like we're all adults. You know, you can <laughs> you can tell us what's happening here. I mean, we're all fine with it. The conversation is going to be all these people on their soapboxes, and now you have to put up with it for a few months. Yeah, Dougie, Dougie. Dougie, can't you see? Sometimes your tank just hypnotizes me. I, I think the biggest <laughs> problem with this was that it occurred on Sunday night football. Right. Yeah. I think there was a moment in the game where Doug was like, man, I think we actually might win this. <laughs> and there was a quick correction. And it was for everybody to see because we're in football playoff crave mode right now we're so ready for next week i mean i don't know about you guys i love this i can't wait for saturday the chiefs aren't even playing your teams aren't playing obviously but it's 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 just fun to watch and some of the best football all year so this was supposed to be almost like a prelude to that usually the last sunday night game is 
and they put this game on instead of what would have been the Rams and Cardinals, which were another option. I didn't really understand that, but whatever it is, what it is. And then you have it. And then the last regular season football, the entire nation watches all year is this tank. And I don't necessarily blame the Eagles because you go from ninth to sixth. And not only do you have, obviously, the three choices ahead. So if you really like a player there, you have a way better chance of getting him. But the the ability to trade back if you right. don't like the players there and the amount more of more uh, compensation that you would get for what would be a sixth overall than a ninth overall. I think there was just too much to, I guess, quote unquote, not play for there. And I, I think if they wanted to do that, the move probably would have been putting Sudfeld in at halftime. The problem was it just really felt like, oh, no, we're going to win. Let's change the course of this game as quickly as possible. And it was just so obvious. It's what the Bucks did in 2014. They were up in week 17 against the Saints 20 to 7. They pulled all of their starters at half. They took a massive holding call, a very important holding call at the end of the drive, at the end of the game on the last drive. They took two consecutive sacks and took a safety uh, to cap off the game. Nobody remembers that. Nobody is going to remember this in a week. Make sure you don't miss our next conversation by subscribing to the SB Nation NFL show wherever you get your podcasts.